welcome to Going Off Track. Hello. I'm, jo- I'm welcome. That is actually Brad. I'm actually. Jonah. And while Stephen is not with us right now, I'm happy to say that Stephen came... His smell still lingers. It still lingers. He was just here. <laughs> he, had to, he had to pick up his kids, but he was in the studio live for the first time in a while. It's been a while. We've really missed him. We have really missed him. Um, you know, he's Skyped in a few times, which is cool, but it's not the same thing it's as not the same. having his pharaohs in the room. Yes. Um, so maybe he's back. We'll see. We hope so. We hope so. But yeah, so that was really exciting. It was also exciting um, to have Unwed on here because um, Jason from Hot Water Music, who's been on the podcast before, Artie from Air Type 11, St. Vitus, who's been on before, and Nelty, who has not been on before, who's um, an old friend of mine as well. And this band also features uh, Jeff from Small Brown Bike and Matt Kane. Um, and their record, Raise the Kids, just came out. Um, so you guys should all check it out. It's kind of very different. I feel like it's different than what you might expect from the lineage of the band, <laughs> but, uh, it's cool. I think it's really cool. And I've seen them live a couple times and yeah, I mean, what can you say? It's why you do these projects so that you can do something different. Exactly. So don't, ex- you should never expect. Well, I thought it was funny at one point during the podcast. Already, like someone said, it sounded like Evanescence or something, or like moder- alternative rock. And I was like, "Well, sorry for making something that people other than you might enjoy." <laughs> that was such a such a good line because it's, yeah, it's true. It's like whatever. But yeah, they're great. Um, I believe they're going to be doing some touring, so definitely check them out if they come to your town. I mean, they're all amazing musicians. Yeah, cool, buy their, cool buy one of their shirts when they come through. Buy one of their shirts. Um, I, I, want- I hear they're. They're really well made, the t-shirts that they sell. You heard that? Yeah. Then they must have been printed by Commonwealth Press, I'd imagine. Uh, Well, who else would you use? (laughs) Please. Commonwealth Press is is sponsoring this episode. Um, They're based in Pittsburgh. They're fans of the podcast. They're they're really cool people. And um, if you go to commonwealthpress.com slash podcast, you get six free shirts. With your order. With your order. Yeah. I guess you don't just get six free shirts. (laughs) I'm not sure what the minimum amount of shirts is, but... You know, if you're selling them for merch, you're going to need a decent amount. Right. And, uh, you know, if you don't put dates on them or something, you know, you can sell them whenever. So, <laughs> Commonwealth Press, yeah, dot com, says podcast, get six free shirts with your order. Um, check out the Unwet album. It's great. They did part of it with Brian McTurnan. Some shirt sounds amazing. And um, look for them live. Check out Artie's Bar St. Vitus, blah, 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 blah. Send uh, Steven a message and tell him how, how glad you are to hear him back. Yeah. Yeah, tell Stephen how much you missed him. We missed him so much. And um, yeah, check it out. Check it out. Here's Unwed. It's going on track! Are we all going to trade keys? <laughs> Jonah. Yeah, now we can bump it up a little bit. <laughs> this is good. Jonah's okay. in fucking yoga class, man. <laughs> I was yeah. really depressed that you weren't wearing short shorts when we arrived. I know. It's not hot enough yet. I just figured you'd have wore them year-round. Dude, when I ran into Shrifles the other day walking home from... Well, the other day, like two months ago, walking home from work, like, it was fucking cold out. And dude had on, like, shorts, some kind of weird, like, wool sock, <laughs> and then some kind of brown chukka leather thing. And he was like, yeah, yo! I remember the first time I saw Gorilla Biscuits, I was like... I was like and my friend who came outside, I was like, how's the show? He's like, it's good. Walter's wearing a cape. <laughs> I was at that show. We <laughs> had moccasins on, well, too. This, yeah. It seems yeah. like you, your fucking footwear choices. Definitely not hardcore at all. 
I don't even know if it's posy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, come on. It's just kind of rough. <laughs> What's up, everyone? <laughs> <laughs> Right. I think that I think we we could just end it right now. Yeah. I don't even know if it's possible. Oh my god! What's up, everyone? Uh, it's me and Steven. I'm gonna have a stroke. <laughs> Today we're joined by Unwed, um, Nelty, Jason, and Artie, and Jeff is also in Unwed, not here. Yes. And, and, and Matt. And Matt. I don't know if you know Matt, but I don't think I know Matt. He was referred to as a certain Matt Kane in a recent German interview because certain Matt Kane. yeah, That's, he should just go by that now. Yeah. <laughs> Swear to God, German interviews. There just needs to be a book, like just like just each band in history could have a chapter. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Of the same question: Why are you bad this year? <laughs> you are more fatter. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, I was aware of that this morning, <laughs> but no one had pointed it out to me. Yeah, I'm glad you reminded me. I was feeling okay about myself for 20 minutes. I, it could be fatter because you give me six cases of beer at every show I play and then expect yeah. me to get on stage and do something. Your diet is beer and nicotine the entire country. <laughs> Lung cancer doesn't exist in Europe. That's true, yeah. It doesn't exist. So because the cigarettes tell you immediately they kill on the package and people take that to heart. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> they also taste better over there. I've never smoked, so I don't know. Yeah, you're not missing a thing. It's yeah. terrible for you. That's And that's that's... See, you're here. I'm getting ready to say something awful. <laughs> I can Come on. control yourself. Please say something awful. I just totally fucking self centered. No. Okay. <laughs> will, you tell, will you tell us later? Yeah, I don't want to. I don't need to apologize. J- Jason and Nelty are, are two of the most, they're two of the nicest, most uh, thoughtful people that I've ever met in my entire life. I've known Jason for a long time. It, like, Nelty, we're <clears> friends the past couple of years, but so let their positivity and niceness just seep in. Did you just need balance? So that's why Artie's in the band? Yeah, that that's why? pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> It, 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 yeah, <laughs> it's like we'll just let this idiot get wasted and say stupid shit. Um, it really is one of my favorite things. <laughs> yeah. yeah, what was the thing we were talking about? This um, that show, that hot water air type show in Butler, where no one could swear and you guys couldn't talk to anyone like under eighteen. Yeah, where was it? It was, was in Butler. Outside, I remember yeah, the show of Pittsburgh, and uh, it, it was, was great. Hot water, um, us. But we got to the club and they told us we weren't on the show. And I remember Jason sort of strong-armed the situation. He was like, I'm sure I was very mature and collected about that. <laughs> sure, yeah. yeah. That was we when he was really nice. Outside yeah. of the band, drinking a bottle of Jack Daniels. <laughs> fuck Pullman, fuck Joe. Yeah, we're not going to fucking play. And, uh, without the Long Island accent. With Jason's accent, whatever that might be. It might have been, been sort of southern at the time. <laughs> it might have been. Um, but yeah, was, uh, yeah, we weren't allowed to swear. We had to sign a contract. Um, and I, the first thing I did when I got on stage was, uh, so how you fucking doing? I was like, oh shit, I said fuck. <laughs> and the promoter would just like put his head down. <laughs> and, and we weren't getting paid anyway, so I didn't really give a shit. <laughs> and, and then I got, I got talked to because, uh, I, this girl and a friend had come up to the merch table to buy something. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And she was 16 or 17. And they were like, you, Somebody said something to me about like talking. I was like, "What am I supposed to do? Like, just be like, 
you know, like what, like elaborate hand signals. Yeah, like, yeah. I'll sign language. Like I didn't learn that yet, so like I didn't know what to do. And it was, you know it, it was, now though, right? Oh yeah, totally. Fluent. I, I love you, Steve. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> you just gave me the thing. Actually, that was that said shocker. I know what that means. <laughs> so what? What are some of the hot hot conspiracy theories going around these days? Oh man, you. Know, I mean, do you want it to start? Yes. Fuck. I've been wanting to do this for so long. I mean, we'll talk <laughs> what about What do you guys want to talk about? This is going to go on for days. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I got to say my conspiracy theory love kind of fell off a little bit just because... Because you had a child and realized there was life? <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I don't have time to deal with crazy people's ideas. I, I do find them interesting when I can listen to them, but... You've had enough of Richard Belzer? Everything be, every, if everything's a conspiracy, then nothing's a conspiracy. So it... You know what I mean? Right. Like, after a while, you're just like, come on. You know, I, this is ridiculous. And I don't know, you know, and, and plus they constantly predicting World War Three and it never happens. Right. And it's like, when is this going to happen already? You know, so, well, we predicted this. That's a good parental attitude. <laughs> <laughs> My kid's not going to see snow. Might as well blow it up. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, Steve, our kids are not going to. They're not going to have land to live on on They're the East not. Coast. So, I did, I, like, I was 40 when my kids were born, <laughs> and my wife would be like, you know, we hold our grandchildren. I'm like, I'm going to be dead. Like, yeah. I'm not going to meet them. Then she gets really sad. <laughs> <laughs> or happy. It's hard to tell. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll be, I'll be 60 when my kid graduates high school, unless she's a super genius, which I don't think is happening. But, I, but uh, yeah, and I, when I think about that, I'm like, that's really old. You know, 60's old. Yeah, but you'll mm. be like to have a teenager. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. Oh yeah, trust me. I know. I know. I'm very youthful. You'll be yeah, very youthful. <laughs> you'll be like a cool. You'll you know you'll have your, your guitar. You'll be like riffing the guitar and a six pack, and I'm all good. <laughs> Saint Vitus is going to be you know it'll be like House of Blues by then. I mean, every <laughs> shit. It's going to be franchised. Where's your wood to knock on? Thanks, Steve. Yeah, I'm telling you. Yeah, fr- totally franchised. Be twenty five of them. Yeah, it, you know, bunch of Dave Castillos running around. Oh my god, God help us. <laughs> There's not enough leather jackets in the country for that. I, you know, it depends on the day, you know? Really, Donnie yeah. Brasco. Uh, <laughs> so also, your record came out today, the day we're taping this. Congratulations. This Thank you. release it tomorrow? We can't release it tomorrow, but we could do it the next week. Okay, fine. We can talk about this later. Um, <laughs> or now. Or now. We can talk about it now. Yeah, let's do it the next week. Um, so that's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Is yeah. it? Has it been kind of... I know you guys have been playing together for a while. I mean, has a record kind of been <clears throat> in the works for a while? Or It's taken a minute. Forever, yeah. actually. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we went to five different studios. Like, it's, a, it's all about, you know, pulling favors. Franken record. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what it was. We went down Franken to vocals with McTernan, and that, you know, that's down in Baltimore. So it's, you know, and that was a week. And yeah, it's just... Uh, we recorded all the basic tracks at, at Vitus in the live room. Okay. Which was super cool. Yeah. Um, it's a good drum room for anybody who wants it, but it's not free um, <laughs> anymore. Unless I'm in the band. <laughs> uh, But yeah, it's, it was a, it's an awesome process, you know. Uh, I like not being a lead singer. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it takes a lot of pressure off. Plus, she writes way better lyrics than I do. So. <laughs> How did this the... super group get started? Super group. Um, in a super way. <laughs> when, people, when people refer to United Nations as a super group, too, I was like, well, A, I'm the most unsuper member. No one knows who I am. <laughs> and B, like, that's such a weird, it's such a relative. I just wanted Wait, to isn't Daryl from Gosh on that? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, at, at one show, some guy came up to me and thought I was Daryl. 
Oh, sweet. he was like, "You're such a big influence on me." I was like, "Oh, this guy loves my writing. That's so cool." And he's like, <laughs> like yeah, like blah blah blah." He's like, "Hey, a picture with you?" I was like, "Sure, man." Like all this stuff, and I was like, built up my ego, and he's like, oh, "Yeah, Worship and Tribute is like my favorite record ever. I love the lyrics." And I was like, "Uh huh." <laughs> did you sign? Did you sign his record, Daryl? <laughs> I started to, and then I felt bad because I was like, "This guy's gonna go to his friends and be like, look, I met from Glass.' I'd be like, that's just some Jewish guy.'" <laughs> so I told you're him, "You're not I'll, just any Jewish guy." <laughs> I was like, I, "Prove you're Daryl. Show us your dick." <laughs> I was like, "I think I'm not who you think I am, but thank you." And that was it. But uh, getting back to you guys, I'll let these guys tell how. Yeah, what are we telling? Since, since it was, what are we doing? Does Jason, you you needed one more band to be in, or how's that? <laughs> I'm only in two right now, which is more than enough. <laughs> what, this, it's actually less than the drummer. Yeah, so. yeah it's true. Jackson like forty bands. He's a drum whore. Yeah, he's <laughs> I actually I actually quit a band to so that I could devote more time to these guys. So so I'm only in two now as well. Oh yeah, yeah, which is really hard. But go ahead. How did how did it start? Um, well, Nelty and I just started trading demos, mostly. Much, yeah. You had played me some stuff that you had. Some really bad stuff that I did on Pro Old Tools. Stuff, and I was yeah. like, oh, maybe we should like write some songs together, do a band together. And then it actually happened. Yeah. Which was weird. And then we had a song and I was like, you know who would be good at this kind of stuff? It's Artie. And which was I, funny because he had to explain to me what Artie was all about, which was a lot of really great stories. And I, I was like, oh. Sum it up in five words. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'd only, I'd only known of Artie. I had seen Primitive Weapons. I had never met him. You'd only known the he legend He just looked of like Artie. the angry guy behind the bar at St. Vitus. <laughs> oh, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many of them to choose from now. <laughs> what I realized, he was just stoic, you know. <laughs> I mean, come on, you gotta have a little sympathy for the stuff that we have to deal with. Of course, That's true. of course. Extreme music brings extreme personalities. <laughs> <laughs> Throw alcohol in there and you say, <laughs> very volatile. But yeah, they they, uh, they sent me a song um, and it was awesome. And I threw some guitars and some vocals on it. and, and uh, That was awesome? Yeah. And yeah. we just they, they continued liked it the awesome. That was pretty much it. I mean, it was... It was definitely a, a long distance email type thing for a while, and then yeah. Jay decided to move um, cross country to, to here to Brooklyn, and we were able to actually get a drummer and a second guitar player. It was cool. Everyone we wanted to get, we got. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was like, oh, Jeff would be good, and Jeff was like, okay. And then you're like, Matt would be good, and Matt was like, okay, and then everyone yeah, stayed. I, I needed a guitar player who was way better than me, so I was like, let's call Matt. He's great. What I mean, bands was Matt in? He was in uh, the Big Collapse with Josh Luca from Shift. Okay, and Gavin from Burn. Um, they were on. I think they were on Side One Dummy actually, at one point a long time ago. Um, but he lived in L.A. Uh, he played the Aerotype reunion at Gramercy because Phil couldn't make it because his wife went into labor that day. <laughs> so he's uh, really selfish yeah. i know what a jerk um so yeah he was he no we did that show with shiner and he played with us which was awesome nice. um, so yeah he's a i've known him for like he was actually the assistant engineer on the first aerotype record okay um uh so i've known him that long and but, jeff was in small brown bike mm-hmm mm -hmm. yeah and then a bunch of proggy proggy uh your skull your skull my closet um, he's he's been in a he plays on a lot of uh, studio stuff for Ian Love. Okay. Um, because he's really good. He's a, one of the quickest learners. Uh, and just really, he's great. It's a pleasure, pleasure to play with a tight rhythm section. It's tight. 
<laughs> Nelty, we've had these two guys in here before, and we're tired of them. So let's talk about you. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to know? <laughs> well, where, 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 what is your musical history and, and singing and such and music and like where are you from? Uh, I mean, I haven't been in a band since I was 19, 20 years old. And then I just started touring. I work for other bands. Mm-hmm. I met like, Nelty through, she's working for Thursday. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. So I've spent most of my time putting other people in interviews instead of doing them <laughs> um were you a singer back then yeah i sang back back then i think the first band i was in was like 12 but it was never anything like really well known and where was others. that where are you from i'm from st louis okay originally and then have moved to like 80 different places across the united states sounds um, about right for the music world yeah <laughs> and uh ed just had been recording <clears throat> stuff in my living room and then played it for him, and that's kind of how it began. I wasn't ever really look, looking to be in a band, I guess. I don't know. Like that, I enjoyed doing it, but I was just like, I like to be in the background. No one noticed me. <laughs> well, so that if you wanted to do it, then he was like, let's do this. Let's make a band. I mean, did you? was there any trepidation about finally singing, doing your own stuff out in front of people, or not a big deal? Uh, I mean, it's a little awkward for me. I'm like kind of a shy person, I guess. <clears throat> I'm, I like to be in the background. And so then I decided to sing in a band, which is like the, <laughs> makes no sense, but I enjoy it. I, like, I really, I really enjoy doing it. Antithesis, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I'm having fun. Now, where does it come from? Like, how do the songs come? Like, what? It's just like a thought first, or a melody first, or I think it just depends. I think a lot of the lyrics just based around based around whatever I'm maybe going through or whatever, and I've written a lot of stuff. And then as soon as one of these two write something i just get going get a lot yeah, of ideas we, we, we kind of like the the record is sort of split um like at least music wise <laughs> songwriting wise there's a few songs we collaborated on <laughs> arrangement wise but for the most part like we come to each other with complete songs so <clears throat> and then sometimes i'll write because i always write vocals for everything that i write but um and in the first couple of songs i sent pretty much all melodies to her but she did uh she would write her own stuff that was way better and i knew that she was some of the stuff she kept i mean there were a couple of choruses that i wrote here and there that that uh or stuff that i was like please keep this word or something like that yeah um, PepsiCo. PepsiCo, yeah. <laughs> um but uh what did that review say unfortunate chorus the ap review <laughs> no, it wasn't uh, AP. It wasn't? I think it was. Was it a German one? I don't I remember. Don't it's always a German. <laughs> Unfortunately, of course, it like basically just called it Radio Rock, and I was like, "Yeah, what the fuck?" That's what it was written for. But it's, sorry, sorry, I wrote a song that other people besides you might like. Um, <laughs> what, what an asshole I am. Um, but yeah, so uh, I, I love that. I love that process of of uh, sending Nelty stuff and and uh, having her. I mean, it's what, one of the coolest things. <clears throat> Also, that happened with this was Jason's one of the best bass players I've ever seen. Period. Like you know, like I put Jason. Jason's the Getty Lee of fucking punk rock. It's I agree, hundred percent. It's really I true. Um, and I, I, I made feel him super play bass weird line. right now. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not Canadian, so it's cool. <laughs> like that's your biggest mistake. That's true. God, that's you get for Do you know how much Florida. money we'd have if I was Canadian? Fucking sick. They are delightful, funny people. Kind of Video funny. budgets, governmental tour support. Let's make our videos. You'd have that British passport. You could go anywhere. I could go anywhere. You ruined it. <laughs> Shut yeah. up, man. We'd be in Australia right now. <laughs> um, yeah, like, but writing bass lines and, and asking Jason to actually play them is yeah. like really like. I do. God, am I a dick? And he did. Yeah. So you know, 
I mean, I, I probably pained him. I was there when he did it. So, you know. No. <laughs> I would have changed it if I thought it was shitty. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. But yeah, it's cool. It's like... I guess I, that was a compliment somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's very freeing sent, just sending stuff off to these guys and then they, they come up with stuff. That's, uh, I love hearing people have better ideas than what I would have. That's ultimately what you want in a band, you know. Well, when yeah. you're a musician, you know, there's like those, the songwriter types who can take an idea and do it. And then you have people who, are, who can play the shit out of something. He references Jason, you know, and uh, who, can, who are good at, you know, almost editing. Who are like, okay, though, I get it, but what if we did this? Like, are you comfortable with, you know, as the songwriters of all this stuff, like, are you comfortable with allowing everyone to edit your own stuff? Like, what's, how, how does the trust level I think level Jason happen? is more comfortable with... <clears throat> his stuff being edited than I am. Um, I, I, I get to a point absolutely. where I'm like, I have too much shit in my brain now. Here, it's your problem. <laughs> yeah, like, it's, it's, it's funny it, to watch his face it, too because he'll just sit there and be like, you just see he needs a cigarette. He's like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I just hit the wall. I'm like, I cannot go no further with this. I am tired of this. It I definitely get antsy. Fix I'm it. I'm like, uh, oh yeah. But I, for the most part, a lot of the arrangements of my stuff didn't get changed too much. Then there was... Like I said, there was a few songs that we collaborated on arrangement-wise, and and uh, that was a lot of fun to do. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm comfortable with anything. For all living is. here, we write over email a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just because everyone has pretty limited time, so it's like here's this is my idea. Learn it before we get to practice. I, think I also I've been, I ultimately I I haven't been successful at music at all. So if anybody's got a better idea, <laughs> you know what I mean. I mean what. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, you know, I haven't sold any fucking records, so maybe you got a better idea. Self-deprecation <laughs> is so 2014. Oh, oh, it's so 90s. We're throwback. Dude. Come on. Uh, and, oh, but we're the wave of the future. Just remember that. We're the wave of the future, but we're, we're throwback. <laughs> and Jason, I interviewed you in January, and you said Hot Water is basically kind of off this year. Mm-hmm. So is that is that kind of cool to be able to have something kind of different to focus on after... It would be cool if we weren't off this yeah. year. I have been <laughs> focusing on that for a very long time. Gotcha. Um, I don't, I mean, there's no like subtext to that. Right. Everyone's just tired. I'm sure. Yeah. And it's kind of like, you know, to Artie's last comment, I have quote unquote sold records. I am on my lunch break from work right now. So it doesn't really make that much difference. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I think that's a big misconception just in general about music. Musicians. Yeah, that like everyone's like flying in a jet. Yeah. I mean, it's I mean? done. It's over. Yeah. Anyway, it's no one's ever buying a record again. Like, <laughs> so, all right. So I think about this constantly. One, who whoever brought out back the cassette, I want to punch in the dick because I don't understand it. Completely agree. Where are and you going to play it? And it upsets me. And it's yeah. and it's it's like it's plastic garbage. Like you're you're, you're upset. You like like you are upsetting the environment, and you're upsetting me. You know, because it's like it's a waste of time to make this thing. But then it's like, even you know, now now that the the major labels are taking vinyl away from everybody again, because you know people like indie bands are having to hold off and can't press their seven inches because they want to put the clueless soundtrack on vinyl. You know, which they is, need more pressing points. Yeah, <clears throat> I think. But why, it's, but why even bother? Like, it's a growth industry. We have, like like why not just you know. Keep it all digital and make a really cool USB port that's, you know, a nice collectible sculpture and go for it. You know what I mean? No, I agree. It'll go. I mean, I think the vinyl, sir, I've been thinking about this a lot lately. 
and actually was just emailing with a friend about it. Like, I think it'll go away and it'll just be back to people will start thinking their calendars again at the merch table. Like, oh, you guys put out a calendar. That's cool. How much is it? People really <laughs> no, have, have thought that. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. So many times. Like, no, it's a really, you thought we made a calendar? Have you looked at the people in that's the band? Incredible. Like, <laughs> that's incredible. Great, that's a great idea, though. Make the album layout a calendar. That's awesome. I wanted Somebody to make pillows of your face on them for merch. Uh, oh, yeah. The Artie Cat pillow? Yeah. The Artie Cat or that one that uh, Nathaniel took of you with the... The Artie Metal? With, oh, the, yeah. with the fan. Yeah. Either side. <laughs> no, don't do that. Oh, it would be amazing. I like when you post the pictures of the band on Facebook. You always comment on how, Artie, you are standing inappropriately or like... It's it's all about me and Matt because like Matt's always making a dumb face, so I have to like be like okay, it's my turn to look like a retard. Oh, sorry, I shouldn't say retard. Oh, you really should. PC world, fuck you, PC world. Anyway, me, me, my turn. I to can look, make you feel so fucking awful right now. I, I'm sure you can, and I apologize for saying that. I'm from Long Island. Things come out of my mouth that are wrong. Okay, I don't really mean them. Um, <laughs> Long Island is the justification. Dude, I, yeah. I, I bet he's good at justification. Like good, yeah. Yeah, I have. This is so funny. <laughs> damn Irish. Sorry, Long Island. Shit. Siri. Sorry. What, I, I mean, all I knew was Irish, Italians, and Jews. That's all I knew. Existed until I was like in eighth grade. <laughs> and thank you for representing them in the appropriate terminology. I, <laughs> I'm all three. No, I'm not Italian, but I'm, <laughs> I'm two of the three. Anyway, but yeah, the, uh, uh, I don't even remember what the fuck I was talking about. Your inability to take a photo for something that sh- seems weird anyway that a band's like, let's do our band photo again. Like, it's it like, sucks. Aren't uh, we beyond yeah. that? You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, I wish uh, it had gone away. Like, I, I don't understand the need for band photos anymore. It just seems stupid. But it is, for some reason, it's still a necessity. We did this photo shoot. I, I'm, I'm, over years, I'm so used to being a lead singer and being up front. So, like, just kind of being, like, in the band and, like, you know, like, what do I do? do You know, I almost forgot what I was supposed to do if I'm not doing, like, crazy hands or, you know, check me out or engage with Johnny Depp, like, you know. You can still do that, Artie. Yeah. No. I'll stand in the back. I'm totally fine with that. I hate it so much. But you do anyway. (laughs) No, you don't. I know. (laughs) (laughs) It's not like you're in front, like, hey, check me out. But Matt... Matt seems like he just always makes a stupid face. You guys so. alternated in the photos. Yeah, that would be it like, was really you made hurt. shit face, and then Matt was laughing at shit face in the next one, and then Matt made shit face, and then you were laughing at Matt's shit face, and I was like, And then well. Matt had his sunglasses on for like five or six months. <laughs> yeah, and then totally was like, oh shit, I have my sunglasses on. And then we got some of those back, and I was like, you definitely have your like... Satriani sunglasses on right now. (laughs) I tried to tone down my metalness too in those pictures just so that, you know. Is that possible? Yeah, it's totally possible. Is it like a knob you have to twist or is it just. (laughs) Totally just turn the metal down a little bit. Just a little bit. No, I was like, I was like, I won't, you know, I'm looking through my shirts. Like, what shirt am I going to wear? I don't know. I don't know what to wear. So denim, denim will work, right? That's sort of in between. As long as you have sleeves, right? Yeah, as long as I have sleeves. But then he took the denim off and he didn't have sleeves. I don't have sleeves. (laughs) (laughs) But it is a universal uh, order of Armageddon shirt. So it's sort of like, you know. (laughs) Okay. It is is weird. Like all these old things that were like, get your photo done. Like, 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 uh, it's like all these things that were like by rote for a band now seem in the climate of the music industry today, completely unnecessary. Yeah. You know, man, I remember doing $20,000 photo shoots. Like, what the fuck? We're like, I'll give you a photo. Can I have the money? Yeah, like, yeah. seriously. Dude, I remember when, tour? I, when I worked at AP, like, yeah, you would get, like, the actual, like, 
eight by ten photo of the band with it. It's like, what am I supposed to do with it? And you'd have to like scan it and like. It's just like it was basically created. It was an industry, and within the industry, you create jobs, and photographers needed jobs as well. You know, right. I, and the, let's face it, there's been some amazingly iconic band shots and you know rock star shots over the years. But even but that's I, one picture out of like a thousand roles. You know what I mean? It's still overcompensating with. You know, it's like so much shit to find the one nice one. You know what I mean? It's like the um. Uh, what's it called when you're taking a picture and it's the you're waiting for that special shot? God damn it! The money shot? Yes, that's it exactly. <laughs> it's, it's the money shot. That's that's what I mean. <laughs> Fuck! Decisive moment. Decisive moment. Right. Or money shot. Money shot. You know, it's like you wait for that one. It's like it's. I don't know. It, it seems a lot of. Just seems a lot of throwaway for something that doesn't unnecessary. You know what I mean? I mean, now it's just like something that you put up there for people to judge. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. hi, internet. Now you can talk about how well, I look. All, that's and all sound. it is. Anything you put on the internet, you're just putting it up yeah. there for people to judge. I, I mean, think it, photography is something that's really easy to to just say you do and not be good. At. Like I have friends who are great photographers, but I also like whenever someone's like a photographer, I'm instantly like, oh, you bought a camera. Yeah. Oh, you have a phone. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's great. My camera makes phone calls. Are you perhaps also in a band and GarageBand came with your MacBook? <laughs> yeah, totally. Are you, <laughs> you're, you're a writer, really. <laughs> Do you not know how to talk? Oh, my God. Don't get me started. You have Word. <laughs> I see. <laughs> Please um, get started on we it. Were just talk- we were just talking outside. So we got all these reviews for the record today, and uh, <clears throat> these guys had sent them around to the band. And we were reading them. I was reading them this morning, like, trying to take care of my kid and, like, translating German. And some of these reviews are just, like, like who the fuck is writing this shit? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like music journalism is, I, I mean, it's not even, it's not journalism. It's just people writing, you know? And like, I mean, I don't know how qualified, I mean, you worked at AP. Right. Know, how qualified were really the people who were writing there? I think it depends. I think some people were really great and some people were, well, you still write. Not so right? great. Yeah. You still write for Vice and... Yeah, I write for Noisy a lot in the AV Club, but I don't really do a ton of like reviews. I'm not like crazy about like but, wait, all right, let me ask you: When you wrote a, when you write a review, when you do, or when you used to, did you like? Did you feel as if you had to? In, it's hard to not, but it, did you feel like you had to interject your taste into the review? Is what I, you know, like, because this is my problem with it. Are you, like, are you qualitating what you're doing? It, well, it, yeah. It, it, are you saying it, like, are you totally just judging it based on is this? This is something that I like, right? You know what I mean? Which again, that's you know a taste maker thing, and you know a filter thing. But like as a reviewer, I feel like your job is to sort of describe what's going on and let the listener decide. And when we were saying with all these reviews, they're online, so <clears throat> there's a there's a fucking track there. Mm-hmm. You can listen to it right there while you're reading the review. Mm-hmm. You know, right. well, I was talking about this last night with benny and i was like i was like i don't think reviews are as important because it's so yeah you can just listen to it in the time it takes to read some dude's opinion you can be like well i like this or i don't like this and usually you know within the first 20 seconds totally uh yeah it's it, it's just like just it's just crazy because like in our reviews it was like one guy is like this is the best song on the record this song's fucking incredible the next guy's like this song is filler same song right mm-hmm. you're like oh i mean i love being polarizing but like Okay. Yeah, I'm glad that people aren't like this song, this one song. If everyone was like this one song is awesome and the other nine blow, I'd be like, okay, we definitely maybe made a misstep if everyone thinks all nine stink besides that one. I was just trying to find Frank Zappa's like iconic music 
criticism quote where it's like it's like surfing for architecture like that's what it means it's like like being a music critic is like this really i'm totally paraphrasing but it's it's very odd you know what yeah. I mean? And there are those who, like Jonah, who are eminently qualified to do that. Not only can, does he have a discerning ear, but he can play. You know what I mean? And Sort of. And, yeah, but you also... <laughs> don't sell yourself short. But also, you know, you'll, you'll, you know, go nuts for, like, a hardcore band as much as you will Dave Bazan. Like, you have, right, right, you have right. a lot... You have discerning taste. Like, you, you, very, you define eclecticism, which is what I think a good music journalist should be as a someone who... I don't want the guy who listens to nothing but, you know, folk to listen to my record. I want right. to listen to folk and then Megadeth, you know, like keep, keep it all going. I think ultimately, especially with internet culture, that has to be the case nowadays because you're, there's just so much access. You know, I'd say most people who are, you know, 15, 15 years younger than me are going to be, have a really wide range of musical tastes. You know, there's nothing because they grew up with iPod shuffles and, um, you know, and again, just the accessibility of the internet. Like, you know, I, I, I personally don't listen to hip hop, but I know lots of hardcore metal fans who listen to hip hop, you know, or which is obvious from so all the crappy metalcore shit that's come out right. in the past 10 years where it's like a new metal making a comeback. <laughs> God what? help us. Is it? Have well, you ever heard well, of issues? Well, we're new metal, yes, depending on who you God. talk to. <coughs> You're new metal? Oh, oh, yeah. That's what we've heard that. Yeah. yeah, we are new metal. Evanescence is coming. Evanescence has oh, been yeah, the band we've been most yeah. compared to. Yeah. Right, because... Wait they, a minute, because there's a woman in the band? That's exactly. Shockingly. Are you yes. ready for just the innate sexism of the entire industry? Ah, oh, fuck, man. I've been doing this for years. I'm used to it. <laughs> <laughs> I just, like, uh, I, yeah, it doesn't uh, even yeah. affect no, no, me. Nelty's got some definite opinions on that <laughs> subject. You should be. It's like I'm not a woman in a band. I'm a musician in a band. Fuck you! Oh, God, it gets me so angry. Uh, it really doesn't oh. even affect me. Uh, it should. <laughs> then they win. Uh, that's true. That's a good point. Uh, <laughs> I am friends with so few music writers too because, like, I don't want to like hang out and talk about like. Was the first time like I saw like this like I feel like it's I don't know man I feel like a little disconnected from it. But I mean, there's still like like there's a couple like, that Dan, is what they like, sound like by the way. Well, like Dan Ozzy and like those people, I'm like, oh, I, I would be friends with you if we didn't work together. But a lot of or Fred, like Fred Pizarro, yeah, or Fred, totally. Fred, Fred's great because like Fred, Fred will bring us shows at Vitus that are just incredible. Like yeah, you know, I mean, the first time Paul Bear played in New York, he was and they played with Loss, and he you know we did a fly in and like Fred. Fred brings us all sorts of cool shit. His tastes vary so much, and then he'll go DJ hip hop. Right, right. You know, and good. Apparently, the stuff that he likes is is good. I don't know. I can't tell the difference. But apparently, you he's could, got good taste. dude, because you know, like, no, it's too late, man. I thought no, you, you're good. No, serious, dude. Like, I like hip hop, but I'm I, I treat hip hop the way I like metal or country. There's a lot of shit. If it's good, I like it. You know what I mean? Like, like I'm a very big Kanye West fan. I am proud to say it. You know. <laughs> And like he's really good at what he does. There's a lot of other people. Like, I don't think I've ever heard of Kanye West. I don't think I have either. Jeff, Jeff loves Kanye West. He's really good. But I, this stuff's yeah. really good. I'm, I mean, there's got to be a reason why he's so popular. Yeah, and I don't know. The Kardashians are really popular. I'm not comparing them, but it's like I feel like there's a lot of stuff that's super popular. There's but, a lot of stuff that's super popular that's garbage. You know what I mean? Yeah. But some there was a, some article I read that said that there are people who are music fans, as we all are, like are we love music and we love certain types. The majority of the planet, when they think indie rock, will think Taylor Swift. You know what I mean? Like they don't, 
they, they don't think of it differently. They're like, oh, that's alternative and catchy when it's the biggest star in the world. They think they're a music fan because they have the latest record. You know what I mean? Right. When is we can talk dozens of shows well, here, there, small club, basement, everywhere. When you think about everywhere. the percentage of people, like, even back when records were being sold, if you think about the percentage of the population who are actually buying records, it's very small. Mm-hmm. And then when you get smaller and smaller and smaller, where people who are rabid music fans, those people... That's an incredibly small group of people. It's just, it's, you know, with social media and, all, and Facebook and all this shit, like, you're just bombarded with, you think, if, if you just paid attention to that, you'd think everybody... Was huge. Was huge. And yeah, mm-hmm. like, oh, this band must be really big because I'm hearing about it. It's like, no, it's just directed at you. And it, it's... Uh, it leveled the playing field in the worst possible way. Yeah. Is how I look at it. Like, you can't shit all over it because it's like, you can't sit there and say, this person doesn't deserve to, like, make music and have people hear it. But maybe they don't, because it's <laughs> like you know, it's one of those things where it's like you know, and I, I, I a lot of I can't not speak from my position or whatever, where it's like you did no legwork, and you are just boom here. And I think that it got worse. Like again, just from where I'm at, is that used to be the case with other types of music, but then when that started happening in like punk and hardcore and just underground music, where it's like. You know, people that didn't know anything about it just injected themselves right in it and were like, we're here and we're going to sell a million records. And I was like, ah, you just ruined it. You used to find the sex pistols. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) exactly. You know, exactly. And it is really, I think that's one of those... It, it gets weird, you know. Not not only is everyone a critic, now everyone's in a band. You've benefited from all of that. (sighs) Jason, I've known you a long time. I remember remember the dark days of hot water. (laughs) When... (laughs) I feel like Hot Water had so many bands, that, and I'm not saying these bands are like that because they're not, but like so many bands who opened for you guys. Like I remember a tour that was like Coheed, Thrice, Hot Water. I mean, there's a list. There's got to be a million, right? Well, Hot Water was always a headliner. Right. That was the thing. From the very beginning, it was like headline, headline, for better or for worse. But, you know, it was, uh, I think it was for better for the most part at the end of the day. But, uh, their merch table, even when they were banned for like three years and they had like 55 records out. Yeah. It's insane. <laughs> Not a lot to do it's in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> but have you, Jason, have you had the experience of like, you know, been an iconic band that's been around for a while that someone will write about your band, like a history of a scene and they'll say like, and this show was this legendary thing and I've read about shows in D.C. that I happen to have been at growing up. And you're like, really, wasn't a lot of people there at the show. Oh, yeah. Wasn't. Constantly, you know. Let's talk yeah. about the hardback show. And that's the other thing. I'm like, people are like, do you remember that show? I'm like, no. How do you not remember that show? There's a number of reasons I may not remember that show. It could have been 20 years ago. I could have been hammered. It could have been crappy for me. I don't know. I Maybe, I don't know. It's hard to like, I'm sorry. It was a really nice experience for you that I don't remember. Yeah. I'm glad you took that. I think it's fucking awesome that people would have such an amazing personal experience with something that you were involved in. I mean, yeah, like fucking, well, I think, I mean, that's, that's maybe that's sort of the whole point is that it's like the internet has made it a personal experience for everyone. So then it's not a personal experience for anyone anymore. John, talk about what was the thing you said before about how you're a hypocrite about going to shows? People uh, taking videos? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I hate I hate it when people take videos at shows, but then sometimes I'd be like, I don't want to go to the show. I just want to watch it on YouTube later. And then like the same person, I'm like, 
annoyed with is like, uh, cool, you got a good they YouTube posted shot. It, you watch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, so yeah. While, they're, while they're doing it, I'm like, this person doesn't fucking get it. They shouldn't be doing this. They have some fucking etiquette. Have some respect. And then I go home and watch it. <laughs> I love it. And, then, awesome. and in the back of my head, I'm like, I'm like you're gonna probably. You should check this out later. See, like, I'm like, yeah, I can't help it. <laughs> That's why shows invite us so good because we get those high quality HD videos. Dude, you know? that guy is, and you awesome. don't even care. Whoops, sorry. You don't, you don't even care that those guys aren't watching it because that's why they're there. And they're totally out of the way, though. Yeah, like they're elevated. If they got in the way, I would tell them to not do it. Yeah, no, it's great. Um, <laughs> yeah, whenever they show up to our shows, I'm like, really, you want to tape this one? And they're like, yeah. And then it's like this amazing. It's like the best sounding live videos we have. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the yeah. It, you you always want good quality content. Those iPhone videos are fucking terrible. The worst. <laughs> and think about all the fucking loss of sales UN's getting with bad <laughs> iPhone videos, man. I know, dude. Ugh. Fucking, it's the worst. Those limited edition cassettes ain't gonna move, dude. I know, we did make cassettes, and I was, like, sort of shrinking down in my chair. <laughs> Come on, Steve. It's just offensive. <laughs> it, I mean, it, <laughs> we give you a download code, too. That's all I want. Yeah. That's, that's all I want. All I yeah, want. You can keep the cassette. Can I, just <laughs> I just want the code. I just want less clutter, less shit. My, my brother has a Blu-ray player and loves to buy Blu-rays. And I'm like, cool. And I open up the case and I just take a picture of that code and I get all the movies that I don't <laughs> yeah. care about. And it's like, Big Hero 6, the kids will love this. For free. <laughs> I, th- I don't know. I just I think it's... there. There's, uh, my wife got me like the, the, the Beatles like collection years ago and they released it as a usb drive but it was you know in the apple and you pull the stem out and there's every record plus a documentary of each record all on this little stick and then boom and there it is let it usb yes wow wow (laughs) i don't even know what to do now i feel like i'm in an improv troupe right now this is sick wow whoa phenomenal Uh, i've missed that so much Everyone listening to this is like, I'm so sick of this. <laughs> Every fucking week. Pun Master JB. And then, um, oh. Wait, who are the Beatles? Oh, it's God. funny. Oh, um, I just, oh, here we go. Here this we go. is enough. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> okay, don't go. Don't go there. It's, I just self-censored again because Artie's in the room. You guys room. have a really good dynamic. I really enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> It's way better when we're all together. Yeah, if we could have had Jeff and Matt here too. We've definitely been like loading out of shows and just talking massive shit to each other. (laughs) And then there's just people standing on the road laughing at us because the shit that's coming out of our mouths. Whenever we go, like I usually usually pick up a 12 pack before we leave. And and I'm the only person indulging in the band. So I I like just sit in the back and like the keep getting drunker drunker just chilling in the back and start, these guys bring up freaking music and forget it it's like we, we had this whole conversation last time we went away it was like what do you really what was it like who's your favorite singer what do you really hate what do you really like and it was like oh yeah it, it was, was good fucking amazing i just tried to keep my mouth shut i was just like oh, mm-hmm. until the ride home after he's really wasted and he's sitting on the way back and he's like you all are fucking boring you guys are so <laughs> boring i mean thanks for driving but you're so <laughs> fucking boring <laughs> and then he passes out we're getting close to his house we're like Artie, man where's your house what, what exit do we get off at what? What? I gotta you guys pee. are fucking boring. Artie, what's your address? I gotta pee so bad. I don't know how to get there. Please tell me what your address is. I gotta pee. I gotta pee. Where are we? <laughs> Over at Taco Bell. 
I want to form a band and put Artie in it. Now. <laughs> it's it's enter- it's entertaining to a point, I think. And, then, and then they're just like, "You're you're a 42 year old man." Like it really, guy, get your shit together. No, everyone, <clears throat> that never happens. I'm everyone a business just, owner. Everyone just stops talking and hope. Okay, if we were quiet for five minutes, he may pass out if we don't engage him. <laughs> And he's snoring. Okay, cool. So, what did you guys think of the show? <laughs> I feel like I'm that guy. I remember I was indulging some stuff when we went to a rest stop and went to McDonald's and got food. And I was like, hey, veggie burger. And I was like, yeah, do you want cheese on it? And I was like, I don't know. Do, do you think I should get cheese on it? <laughs> and everyone in my like, Jonah, like, seriously, like, do you like cheese or yeah, not? Like, this is the cashier at a McDonald's rest stop. Like, please, like, they hate you already. And, like, you're really, like, asking them. Like, <laughs> I was like, sure. I don't know, is, it, is that a, is it special today? Yeah, is it yeah. fresh? Where is that come good? From? I would just like couldn't make any decisions. What kind of cheese? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Do you, do you guys have blue cheese? That's so, one of my Stilton? one of my <laughs> biggest pet peeves is when people go to fast food restaurants and have super elaborate orders. Like it's like, dude, it's like it's fast food. Like you want you want to get super crazy about it? Like go to like a real restaurant. Like they're like, can you toast the bun and do this and do this? Uh, it's like that attitude is my pet. Dude, peeve. Uh, Adam from Air Type, he would. <laughs> He was fucking in. He he always he hates having any condiments on anything that he gets. So he he you know we'd be at a rest stop and he'd be like, "Good, could I get a uh, good? Could I get a hamburger plate, please? Could I get a plain with his Queens accent? Yeah. Fucking hysterical." And and it always inevitably would come and he'd open it up and there'd be ketchup and onions on it and he'd be like. How fucking hard is it to get get this fucking shit plain? Isn't it easier to make it plain? Like you get so bent out of shape about how easy how it's easier to make a plain. What the fuck do you? Ugh, what do these people don't understand about fucking plain? I ordered a veggie burger at a restaurant recently, and they brought it out with bacon on it, which I thought was the funniest damn thing I'd ever seen. Yeah, brilliant. That killed me. I was like, this is so awesome. And then the people I was with got so offended. They were like, oh, he doesn't eat meat. So you gotta take that back. And I went. The waiter came over and said, I'm so sorry. I went, actually, that was pretty genius, by the way. Can, can I take a picture of it beforehand? With this <laughs> phone that has a camera in it. Did you take the bacon off and then eat the veggie burger so you get a little bit of taste? Completely, yeah. yeah. That's the thing I miss the most. I would. Bacon. Yeah. Hell yeah. Damn it. Is it? I don't miss it for a second because I eat it every fucking day. That's good. That's good, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should. I can literally feel my between the amount of cheese and bacon that I eat and it, Every day, like, I just, like my body's just like the veins are closing. See, that's why I, c- I couldn't do the vegan thing. I've, I've tried it, but I'm like, when I learned that that meant, you know, no milk products whatsoever, which by the way, I think milk is stupid, but is an ingredient important. <laughs> just cheese, delicious because they've manufactured in so many different yeah. styles <laughs> so and many types varieties. of stinky. And in Trader Joe's, they'll put chocolate in one like Jesus Christ. <laughs> Why is that man jerking off in the cheese section? I don't know. <laughs> he won't stop. It's that goddamn chocolate and cheese. It happens every time. Jesus! <laughs> it's affected me. So where'd the band name come from? Um, Everyone was... Well, not you. Yeah, I was... I was at the time... Not Matt either. Yeah, not Matt. Actually, Three-fifths of the band had been divorced, so we were just... But I think we might have come up with the name before we, Matt was in the band. We, yeah, that's was true. It? I think we did. I don't think so. But maybe not. But yeah, Jason was divorced... Uh, Nelty was divorced and Jeff was in the process of a divorce. So he, uh, we were just like, wow, it's a lot of, a lot of divorces. There's a lot of, you know, sort of unwed. Actually, when, when I first thought of the idea was, um, unwed fathers. I remember Bill Cosby, God help us this before all the bad stuff. Cosby gate. I'm sorry. What was happened to him? He, 
A lot of conspiracy Absolutely. theories around that. Apparently nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. He didn't do anything to like 50 women at all. Allegedly. Allegedly, right. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he in this interview, he was talking about... Uh, I don't know what the fuck it was about. It was on CNN or something. He said the words unwed fathers as opposed to unwed mothers. Um, and then I was like, oh, that's cool. But like lose the unwed father. I think there might even be a band called unwed fathers. I think there is. Probably. Yeah. There's unwed sailors. No, right, nobody just right. came up with unwed for some reason. Yeah. But I think we like the idea of a short name. Yeah, we kind of wanted yeah. like a one just because there's, I mean, good. not a paragraph. It's great. Yeah, it's good. A paragraph name. Two syllables. Nice. Yeah, Done. easy. There are so many bands with the and i mean whatever and i went to the store to get a beer and now i'm here and you're listening to our song <laughs> yeah. that is the name of our band hot water <laughs> that's long enough <laughs> i have so many feelings and i'm going to describe them all to you in this dot 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 comma yeah. punctuation fucking fall colors of leaves on the front of my record blah, 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 <laughs> script fucking <laughs> jesus you know <laughs> it's, like, it's like there's a checklist on the internet like do you have this then you are in a band well, yeah uh, you, i can look at the cover of a band and go that guy's the singer has a throat tattoo yeah. Like, oh, I yeah. Just know it. Oh, that guy's got. <laughs> he that got guy's it. got the warped tour bodysuit. How, how hard is it for you guys to hear a new? <laughs> that took band a month and be like, I like this. A new feel, band? Yeah. Um, depends. It depends. There's some good bands now. I'm really into Super it, Heaven right yeah, now. Yeah, Super, Super Heaven, Heaven or Red. Okay. There's more good bands now than there were five years ago. You think? Yeah. New in our like general. I think when the whole title fight, Super Heaven, Balance and Composure, when all those. The first wave of like '90s redo, as people like to call it, happened. I was like, "Oh, look, there's bands like making good records. That's cool." And they're not all like, you know, they didn't get dressed before they started the band. They just started the band and looked how they do instead of like, "Okay, wait, now you might be really good at what you do, but your hair's not right." And then throw a tattoo, and oh, you know, it's like less primping, more playing. Yeah, they just. They're, I don't know. They're good. Super Heaven, like you yeah, said. Yeah, I like them a lot. I, I've, oh, I've heard Super Heaven just because we toured with them. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Was that, that what they used to be called? Daylight? Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, we've yeah they're really good. Very they're, 90s. Yeah, I mean, they just are like... Great stage presence, that singer. Oh, they're yeah, hilarious. Cool. Have you heard they've been Cheap Girls? They're pretty good. I like Never them. heard of them. Yeah, they're pretty good. You should, <laughs> yeah, should check them out. Um, they're yeah, fine. I guess that's true. I, I didn't really think of that. But I would just feel like for you guys having like sort of been around so long, are you always just like... Ugh, this band sounds like a ripoff of this band that I saw. Oh, yeah, I hate it. I hate it. I can't listen to anything without referencing fucking something. And it's, oh, this is a ripoff of this. That's just of that. age, dude. You can't help it. But it's lame. Mm. I it hate doing lame. it, but it's <clears throat> automatic for me. Like, oh, I can't let fuck this. You know, and then I'll go back to listening to Led Zeppelin 3 and going, okay, this is... Boring. Well, see, that's half your problem there. I mean, why would you do that? <laughs> Didn't they rip <laughs> off enough, Led Zeppelin? Yeah, well, the Green Day of the seventies. <laughs> <they're, laughs> wow, <laughs> they didn't rip off. I mean, it's not that far. Come they didn't on. get. They don't have far. a <laughs> when they did. They did legal really department Warner devoted though, to them and took and took the publishing money. So you know, <laughs> much more open about it. But yeah, the uh, and then turn that money into hot topic, right? <laughs> At least they they've always done, been nothing least, but nice to me. Why am I? Doing at least they've <laughs> done a fucking musical. I, um, it's too easy not to. <laughs> Yeah, Um, but I've never heard title fight. I've never heard bounce composure. I've like I that whole like group of bands. I feel like is good. Cool. I'll check it out. Mm -hmm. Or at at the very least, they are legit. 
Like those are bands making music because they want to play music you, and make they, shows. There's honesty to it. Yeah, they're not doing it. Like I feel like for a long time, and it's still. I kept thinking this shit was gonna die, but it hasn't. It's like being on the fucking football team now, being in a band. Yeah, like being a jock is not cool anymore. It's now like get a throat tattoo, and then you can be like shitty to ladies and like fucking dickhead, like bully, and you're in a punk band. Why? That's wrong. Yeah, they took it away. it's very true those bastards um but i think uh, i've just uh, as a i think that the the whoever's left in the industry i i have friends who are in management and stuff like that and no you don't yeah i do a couple just a few yeah but uh, friends or just they perpetuate (laughs) perpetuate this music they pick these bands out and they fucking push them yeah and that's the reason why this shit survived and it's about having shitty filters you know because Mm -hmm. it's easy to make money on that crap because it's basically like punk rock boy bands. Mm-hmm. It totally is. Oh yeah. It, you know. So that being said, well, you, I'm yeah, done. I mean, you got the music and then the industry part. You know, there's the music industry and then there's people like you who like what you do and want to make a living at doing what you like to do. You and know, there's people that just want to make a living and don't care about yeah. what they're. They're like, oh, but I'm cool. I got to play on stage. I'm like, hey, you didn't really play anything. <laughs> <laughs> that was the MacBook Pro over there. Dude, we, used to, we used to get that rolled through all the time at Fuse. We get like, remember Tokyo Hotel when those Germans were oh, rolled dude. through? Yes, those I kids. Those guys had some hair. Some yeah. hair. They'd never done any press before, and it was us. And we were like, "Welcome," you know. And kids were going crazy they about had that it. video in the helicopter. And oh stuff. yeah, yeah. And they were. It's you know, it's you got these little teen kids marketed, and they were. I don't know. It's part of the machine. You know, mm-hmm. it's the rock one direction of germany at the time yeah who looked like vinnie vincent yeah in his prime <laughs> like what's all fuck? gonna happen yeah i've interviewed bands where i'm like i'm never boys gonna are gonna rock again, party. <laughs> but they're huge well yeah there's no room for growth anymore it's like just you know first album hits boom you know maybe you'll get a second record and then you disappear into obscurity shit we used to say that to bands i'd say talk to me in five years or five records mm-hmm. see it's Please, please, for the love of God, I don't care if I don't like what you do at all. Just, Ronnie Radke's still making it. records, so mm. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Is he like Beetlejuice if I say his name three times? No, oh my God, He's don't say it again. and like bring a mixtape or some shit. Like, <laughs> yo! I mean, I know I'm a honky, but It'll be a bro. cassette tape. <laughs> I'm going to bust this cool cassette out. Now he's going to shoot me and bury me in the fucking desert in Las Vegas. <laughs> if Jason disappears... Blame that guy. If you follow the trail of eyeliner and fucking L.A. looks gel to my gravesite. You know what sucks is I actually know the drummer from that band and he's nice. Which one though? Falling Reverse or the old one? I don't... Which... The new one. The new Falling one. in Reverse. Yeah. yeah. I think that's... It's what actually Waller's it, wife's cousin. He's a nice kid and, and I feel bad for him that he wears the bullet belt and the weird pointy shoes. But he, he plays drums Dude, for most people are nice and just looking for a gig to be able to play. Yeah. You know I, what I mean? Like, that's like... So I'll, I'll remove Ryan from those comments. Yeah. I, but yeah. I will go ahead and say that if you do find me in a shallow sandy grave covered in eyeliner <laughs> and like I appreciate a cut up Molly shirt. playing music it's, yeah. it's nearly impossible these days but there are limits to it you know i guess if you're just a band member it's yeah okay. i mean you know it is what it is but yeah that guy's a fucking but tool. lots of people ask jay to play bass and i think if they asked him to wear the pointy shoes and the bullet belt he wouldn't I would do say it. no but he never asked you to do that no no they're normal well yeah good lord no they're not but <laughs> they are great people and that yeah, was yeah. definitely a band that did not after being in it for so long 
I don't know how long I was in it. For a while. They got a bad shine. And those, they were like 18 when they started, too. I saw but, them a couple weeks ago. And it was, people were... To the pictures of Bud are crazy. Yeah. He's got a beard down to yeah. here. Yeah. Where did they play? They played uh, Best Buy with Bayside. Oh, yeah. Bayside played Vitus. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was cool. They're good dudes, man. Yeah, they're And nice. they're like, like... They're very serious. Very serious and like, like, like yeah. business savvy. Like, they yes. have... Like that, that was the thing I got from them. Is that they were very, very serious. And they're from Long Island, so mm-hmm. I got support. But yeah, they're very serious. Um, when there shows a Vitus and someone comes to the bar and they're like super wasted, are you ever just like like a band member? No, like not a, not a band member. <laughs> Do you ever see yourself not in the mirror? <laughs> but when it's just like a patron, are you ever just like, nope, sorry, dude? Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, uh, we we've we eighty six people all the time. I mean, well, not. No, eighty six them, but yeah, I mean, I could name names, but I won't because it's not worth. Is it like control. a dude with a beard and maybe has on like a metal shirt? It's, the dude is re- wearing all black. And can and you has, maybe has not beard. quite read the band name? And it's like, oh, I know who you're talking about now, right? And away. maybe he's got like he might he might not be from here, and he might not have listened to metal until like three years ago. But maybe he's super wasted at your bar drinking like crappy beer and whiskey. Is it that guy? <laughs> So is that bad? Uh, I'm not gonna. I can't. I can't go into my my, my can, clientele can like sh- that. Sh- they're all okay, metalheads are the are the most uh, sweetest and most open group of I people do. in the world. So we, that, Nelty and I have been talking about it a lot. Like we want to just do shows with metal bands and because metal people just like music. I can work that out. You, you won't find a more devoted group of people who don't buy records. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. They, they don't. Like, you'll find the band and be like, oh, my God, I love this band. They sold all the records out of their car and they sold nothing, you know? Yeah, but, I mean, what's nothing? I, 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 what I see it firsthand, and I see uh, a lot of merch being sold, shit tons. You know, like, it, like that, I mean, it, it, I, the reason I'll notice it is because at those particular shows, especially if it's a, a one-off exclusive fly-in thing, and, like, and like although you can get any merch on online, but apparently... People don't realize that. I don't know. Right. But, they, you know, because it, it cuts into our beer sales. So I know, you know, like somebody who spent $30 on that sweatshirt, they're not buying a fucking beer. So I you know what's so weird right. to me is like for some reason. But I see maybe it they're like, just buying a shirt, not the record. So. Maybe. Yeah. I see it as totally different. I like I'll spend like 40 bucks on booze at a show and not think twice about it. I'm oh, like, me too. This yeah. shirt's, uh, I have enough T-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> That's like a cool attitude to have. <laughs> Be more bands need to beer. sell short shorts, and you'd be more if interested. Bands, it, if bands sold short shorts, for sure, I would have so many pairs. I would buy. <laughs> so them if every. we make a pair of unwed shorts with unwed on the butt, no, you would wear them to yoga class. Track. We got it. No, it's ours. <laughs> <laughs> going off track. Short shorts on sale now. <laughs> when, Picture when Joan did you on the see front? me in short shorts? Because I feel like. I- it you was, came to a show in short, short shorts, shorts. I know, and then you came to our house in short shorts. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> you definitely came to Vitus, and you were like, "I forget." We were both there because you came up to me and Nelty, and you were like, "I didn't think about that. I still had my shorts well, on the, before I got dude, here, honestly, or whatever." The biggest problem is pocket space because <laughs> you have this one tiny pocket in the back, and if you get your wallet and your phone, then I have to wear this weird like pouch thing to keep my stuff in, <laughs> and you can't keep your keys on anywhere. So logistically, they're not the best to go out in, but it's so freeing. But you, but you look good in them. <laughs> yeah, I, you thank pulled you. it off you, too. I, I mean, was like, I have never seen a man rock short shorts so well thank in my you. life. I, this is amazing. <laughs> really, it's kind of how we like to end every podcast. Uh, so, yeah, I, mean, I can. Yeah, I used to wear those like all summer long. 
And people are like, are you wearing a bathing suit? And I'm like, no. <laughs> and then he got laid. <laughs> I wish. It, I, yeah. I wish. I wish. Usually not. Um, so check out the Unwed record. It's available now. Yeah. Yeah. It's called Raise the Kids. Raise the Kids. Um, check out St. Vitus Bar. Sure. Come on down. Come by. People, I feel like some people are really intimidated by going there if they've never been there. Oh, my God. Best story about this. Okay. We were at the Cancer Bats show a couple of weeks ago or whatever, and we were leaving. Me and Nelty and Jeff, our drummer, were standing outside, and this like cab pulls up, 20 minutes left in the Cancer Bats set or something, and these three just, like, I mean, did not look like they were from anywhere in New York. I've been except upstate. Come loaded, piling out of the car, and they're like, Oh shit, the band's on. Bit, bit, where's the door? And the lady that was, there was a lady and two dudes, and the lady's like, I think that's the door right there. And this one dude's like, That don't look like the fucking door to anywhere. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> the most unbelievable part about that story is that you were at a show and didn't leave before it started. Uh, yeah, yeah I agree true. with that. Actually, How yeah. about the most unbelievable part of that was I was at a show. Yeah. <laughs> he left, they left the apartment. It's a really it's a amazing. Um, but yeah, I, I'm glad that people are intimidated. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that means it's, when it's not a secret anymore, then you're fucked. So. That's exactly how I feel about this podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. That was Unwed. Um, that was a good podcast. That was a great podcast. I would have sat in, but there's no room in here, man. There were five of us in here, <laughs> which is pretty tight. But um, everyone was pretty small. <laughs> So, in a good way. In a good way. In, in a good the, way. They were they were in the wide way, not in the like. Yes. They weren't tiny, small people. No, no, no. Just slim. They weren't small humans. Not small humans. They were like slim humans. In yeah. a rock way. Yes. Yeah. In a cool way. <laughs> um, and yeah, thanks to Jason, Artie, and Nelty for coming by, taking time out of their day on a Tuesday. And uh, away from raising the kids. Away from raising the kids, which is the name of their album. Very impressive. <laughs> Although I think Artie's the only one that has kids. Anyways, who cares? Uh, <laughs> you know what we do care about? T-shirts. Commonwealth Press T-shirts. Commonwealth Press exact. T-shirts specifically. So Thanks th- to them. They've uh, sponsored <laughs> this podcast along with a few others. Yes. And commonwealthpress.com slash podcast. Remember, order your shirts for your band there. Get six free shirts. Be cool. And make it look like people listen to our podcast. <laughs> which people do. I was just telling, I emailed you guys. Some dude, I was walking down the street and he recognized me. Really? Yeah, I was... Recognized your voice? Well, no, I <laughs> guess he knew what I looked like because uh, I just come... I don't... Oh, this It might still be going on actually when this airs. There's a... Arturo Vega has a retrospective going on at the Howe Gallery, which is on um, East First and Bowery. And it was amazing and I was leaving it and I was walking down the street and somebody was like, Jonah? I was like, yeah, I was like, I'm a big fan of going off track. And I was like, really? And he was like, yeah, and it made me feel so good. And then I was holding the program from Arturo's show and I was like... Arturo Vega has a show like two blocks down. You guys should all go. And they're like, okay. Cool. So it was, it was a cool moment. So th- I can't remember that guy's name, but thanks. That made me feel really cool. And, um, and that's why you ran out and shaved your head. So that's you why I ran out. I was, like, I was like, oh my God. Yeah. I cut my hair off. I was like, I was like, I can't deal with this anymore. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I cut my hair and I keep thinking no one's going to recognize me. And everyone's like, hey, Jonah. I'm like, oh. I Maybe my... if you'd shaved and cut your hair, I know. Or you know what? Even better, like sh- like made, shaved like a like a really bad goatee. <laughs> that would have been the way. I'll be honest. I shaved <laughs> off my beard like I don't remember, like six months ago, and I felt like I looked so much more different then. <laughs> that was what I felt like. I was like, uh, yeah, maybe. 
Could see that. I don't know. I feel like that's so much. Yeah. Could see that. But, um, yeah, visit us online, goingofftrack.com. You can donate. You can follow us on Twitter. You, you can participate. You can participate. You can, <laughs> you can send us go money. on iTunes. You can send us money. You can send us messages. You can you send can, us love. Send us love. You can stalk us. You can cyber stalk us. Cyber stalk us. <laughs> We can sign a cyber restraining order against you. There's all kinds of fun stuff that we can do. So do whatever you feel inclined to do. Or or just listen to the podcast. That's that's cool. Right? I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. I'm ready to sign off. Yeah. I think we're ready to sign off. Um, thanks to Unwed for coming by. Check out their album, Raise the Kids. And we will see you next week. Bye. <laughs>